Katia Valley. What's up? Um, we are Multimedia Sports Department. My name is Leland Pond. I'm Tyler Perry. I'm Jose Collado. I'm Alex Fedor. And I'm Elena Busher. So today we are going to be talking about the National Basketball Association's Power Rankings 2019-2020. Yeah, so basically what the Power Rankings are is it's a ranking list set up for the NBA. Um, they choose, they have the 30 teams in the NBA and you rank them based on like how they're predicted to do and how they did that week and they give a ranking each week for um, what kind of they're set up for. So one being the best, 30 being the one on the bottom and they give that every week so that you can kind of get a good prediction. All right, why don't we go ahead and do you guys want to start from the bottom 30? Like, yeah, let's go the ahead. Bottom? Yeah. Okay, let's start from the bottom. <laughs> All right, um, at 30, I have the Charlotte Hornets. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I totally agree. Nah, I, I feel like it's the Cavs, because, like, you have Kevin Love, but, like, who else? You have the kid from Vanderbilt, you have Colin Sexton, but, like, what are they going to do? Well, I, I feel like their, like, youth development is way, like, it's set up in a way better position than Charlotte's youth development. You got, like, an owner that doesn't really care about the team, like, you got no veteran leadership. Their best player is Terry Rozier. Like, they have no sense of direction. I also said the Cavaliers. I know, like, their preseason record was 0-3. to three, So I think that kind of gives a good idea as to why they would be ranked number 30. Yeah, I think Charlotte is also the worst, though, because, like, they have no star player. Their draft picks in the last years haven't been good. Like, Malik Monk, he hasn't really done anything overall. They have P.J. Washington this year. We'll see what he can do. But there's just, like, I mean, Kevin Love is in Cleveland. They have at least something to look forward to, where Charlotte, I feel like they don't. Well, for number 29, um, you said you put that down because of P.J. Washington. That's part of the reason why I put them at number 29 instead of number 30, um, just because I think he gives some good hope for the team. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'd still put Cleveland above Charlotte. You know, they just have yeah. As I said, better youth development, better chances of succeeding in the future. Yeah, they have um, this year. They drafted Darius Garland and Dylan Windler, who are two good players that might amount to something. So, yeah. But it's not really like when, like, it's not going to be a team that's going to. It's yeah, it does. Yeah, neither of them are. Right. Yeah, they're absolutely. both going to be bad, so they're kind of interchangeable. <laughs> At twenty-eight. NBA.com has the Grizzlies. I think that's super low, especially when they have teams like the Suns and the Knicks above them. I think the Grizzlies have a great young point guard in John Morant. They have an amazing power forward in Jaron Jackson Jr. So, I don't know. And you also have the backup or point guard with uh, Jason or uh, Grayson Allen. I actually, I had them at 28. I thought that was a good ranking. Just the teams above them have a little bit more, but I mean, there's stuff to look forward to. Like uh, Jose said, John Morant, they also had the Summer League MVP, Brandon Clark, he's a good player. I mean, there's just a lot of, it's a young team and there's also a lot of veterans that got traded to them. I mean, Jonas Valanciunas, Jay Crowder, Andre Iguodala, who all might get traded and that might take away the veteran presence and just, I think they're still gonna lose a lot of games regardless. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people rely on John Morant for their hopes, but he's, he's a rookie. Not, yeah, he's yeah. not gonna carry the entire team. Yeah. I think they have the Suns next. I would put the Suns below the Grizzlies just because they um, they still have really no true, truly like star point guard. 
Ricky Rubio is decent so that he can he can play make for the team and stuff, but in reality it's still just Devin Booker playing by himself as it's been for the past three or four seasons. I feel like their season determines on like how well DeAndre end of like a player. I still think they got a lot better than they were last year, though, because, I mean, they have a point guard now, someone that actually can play the position, and then they brought in Dario Saric. Um, they also have Kelly Oubre, uh, Javon Carter from the Grizzlies. Just a lot of shooters that you can put around their star player, Devin Booker, to just make their team. Then you also got better. the defenders, like DeAndre Ayn, um, uh, Aaron Baines, and, yeah. They got the Knicks above the Suns. I'd agree with that. I feel like R.J. Barrett was a solid draft pick. Obviously, the draft lottery was horrible for them. But, I mean, I feel like they got the best with what they could have gotten. Um, I think they signed some really good veterans like Julius Randle. I think he's really good, and he'll have a, an underrated impact on the team. Everyone was kind of looking down on them for not getting, like, Kevin Durant and all those players. But in previous years, they haven't done that either. I mean, they just traded away. Kristaps Porzingis, their star player, they're just trying to rebuild. I mean, players like Julius Randle, Bobby Portis, Marcus Morris, maybe they can get some more wins than they did yeah. in previous years. we got to see how Kevin Knox does. He's always been known as an inconsistent shooter. Let's hope he can come more consistent this season. Yeah. Also, their point guard, Frank Nilekina, he's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So uh, NBA has the Washington Wizards as number 25. I think I would agree with that. It, it seems pretty pretty easy for them to go above the Knicks, um, but they're not too far up because they don't they're not spectacular. Yeah, I think it's just going to be another year of Bradley Beal playing by himself. John Wall is out for the season. Right. They he had, like, an ankle surgery. Yeah, yeah, surgery in his ankle. So I just don't see them winning more than 25 games max. I wouldn't be surprised if Washington traded Bradley Beal for, like, draft picks or something to help them on. Well, they can't do that now. Yeah, with his <laughs> massive extension, which I think he was worth it. At but... the time. Yeah. Right. I mean, they have a, at least they have a lot of young talent to look forward to. I mean, Thomas Bryant, he was on the Lakers a few years ago. He's pretty good. Averages about, like, a double-double. Um, Rui Hachimura is their rookie. Uh, first Japanese-born player, I think, in the first round. That's pretty cool. We'll see how he does. Um, also, Troy Brown's pretty young. Mo Wagner. Just a lot of young talent that yeah. maybe Bradley Beal can pull something together. We'll see, though. Um, they got the Hawks above the Wizards. I think at 24, that's pretty low. I think they'll certainly be better than the Bulls. Maybe this is the year where the Pistons finally just give up and become terrible instead of pretending like they're contenders. So I think, I don't know, I think the Hawks have a better chance of being better than them with Trey Young and John Collins. They drafted really, really well this year, so... Yeah, and I think, like, the biggest pattern that we're seeing, and I think it just happens, like, every year. We have, like, new people coming in with different rosters, and they're signing in different deals. Um, and we also have, like, multiple young teams. So if we can kind of look at probably, like, the top rank or the top quartile of the power rankings, how do you guys really think about um, those rankings? Because I know last year the Raptors, they won – so 
my question was like why exactly are they putting are they put in the 13th slot because, uh, because yeah. like I mean there's like people leaving but if you guys want to explain well, yeah, they lost Kawhi Leonard, um, who it's sad because they really relied on him. They really didn't have like a lot of other great pieces, but they do have Fred VanVleet, Pascal Siakam, and uh, the center, uh, Marcus Gasol. I mean, yeah, I think 13th is actually pretty fair for them because Kyle Lowry's still in. He's been an All Star the past few seasons, but losing Kawhi Leonard, they're they're just not prepared for that. I think maybe they'll squeeze in the playoffs. They probably will make the playoffs, but there's no way they're contending this year. I mean, last year without Kawhi Leonard, they're like 18-5 or something like that. They played really well as a team, so maybe they can carry that throughout the entire season, but without having Kawhi Leonard to back them up, that's going to be hard. Yeah, exactly. I feel like a lot of that play was influenced by like, oh, look at how well we're playing, and we still got Kawhi who's yeah. not playing. So now that they don't have that to fall back on, they might not be as successful. Well, it's like the Pacers last year when they lost Victor Oladipo the first time for a couple weeks. They they did pretty good yeah, without they him. Were but as soon as like he was gone for long term, then that's when they really declined. Mm -hmm. Playoffs, you need a star player. Yeah. Um, another team that made a big move. They replaced at eleven the Celtics. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie left. He signed with Brooklyn. They replaced him with Kemba Walker, which it's a downgrade, no question, but. They're kind of similar level players, you can say. So, yeah. yeah, but when you lose Terry Rozier like that, that's kind of sad because I thought I liked him. Okay, the, the biggest loss for them, for me personally, is Al Horford. Of He's course, yeah. probably a top five defending power forward in the league, maybe top three, maybe even first. I don't know. But losing that defensive scheme that Brad Stevens has. He found ways like to hide people previously, like Isaiah Thomas and all those players, like back a few years ago. But now that's going to be harder without having a defensive anchor. Yeah, like I think I think Horford to the Sixers to Seventy Sixers is a massive deal because in the past, who was the only player that could consistently shut down Joel Embiid? It's always it's been Al Horford. So now that they're joining up on the same team, I feel like the Sixers really their shooting might not be the same without JJ Redick, but I feel like. They don't have too many weaknesses. Wait, but Alex, you're saying that Al Horford was a bigger loss than Kyrie Irving. Because I know you picked up Kemba Walker, but I'd rather have Kyrie Irving on any team than Kemba Walker. I agree. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like... Yeah. Well, I just, he just brought the entire team together. I mean... Yeah. yeah, and I think it's just chemistry that's so important. Course, yeah. You can't, like, you can't win with just one yeah. person on. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying Al Horford is better than him. I'm just saying he was kind of like their vocal and defensive yeah, leader for the team. For sure. Yeah, and I'm hoping that, like, the teams that are placed in the top of the power rankings, like, they have a staple of creating that chemistry, hopefully early in the season. I know, like, in the younger, like, for the more younger teams, it's going to be harder mm -hmm. um, because it's just you got to get, you got to find your groove, but, you know. Um. Yeah, also the NBA.com power rankings has the Lakers at fifth. I would say that's fair, especially considering how LeBron James is starting to age. And although he hasn't really shown it, what 35-year-old player do you know that has made like exactly. such a large impact on a team? Anthony Davis gets injured every other day. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting I mean, to see. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's his 17th year. 
it's insane. <laughs> you think you'd have to decline at some point, but yeah. I don't know. Well, I feel like they based the the Lakers at five not on LeBron James aging, but like what you said, Anthony Davis's um injuries and the loss of the key players like Lonzo, Josh Hart, and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, yeah of course. I yeah. think Brandon Ingram had a really good chance at or he still has a really good chance at developing, especially in New Orleans where they're super centered around their youth. Um, Zion Williamson is out for a few weeks. He's, Eight weeks. Yeah, that's going to be a hard loss, definitely. But I feel like Lonzo can really grow into a great point guard, especially behind Drew Holiday, who's so good on both ends. Well, I feel like like Brennan Ingram's success is going to be based off of how like long Zion is out and how much he plays. Yeah. Um, moving up to top two, Clippers and the Bucks. Um, I think if it came down to a finals matchup, I would take the the Clippers just because they have more star power than the Bucks. We saw last year when Eric Bledsoe lost his kind of shooting stroke. The Bucks really struggled to get anything on offense because they were running it strictly through Giannis. Would you rather have Giannis as a point guard or a power forward? I think it's time for them to start thinking as like more point guard based, especially with like the rise of Ben Simmons and stuff. I feel like big men are just becoming better ball handlers in general. So I think it's time for Giannis to become a full-time point guard. And uh, number one, they, oh wait, put that out, yeah. And then the Clippers at number two, I think is very fair. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Paul George is another super injury prone player, but I think he brings a lot to the table when he's healthy. And I think they probably are going to be in the championship series. Yeah. It's just, I think for the number one thing, yeah, like you said, they want to focus on keeping their two key players healthy. Um, they don't want to overwork them. Yeah. If one of them goes down, they're probably going to be in trouble. I mean, right. they're, they're going to try and balance when they play anyways, but one of them gets hurt, that's going to be a big loss. Well, if the offense on any team can expose the Clippers' big man and their defense, then it's going to be hard for the Clippers. Yeah, I think they won't be a very good rebounding team. You have Montrez Harrell, but outside of that, I mean, Patrick Beverly's a good rebounding guard, but he's not going to make that big of an impact. So I think they'll struggle maybe a little bit down low with their big men and their guard play, but... Kawhi and Paul George will definitely make a large impact. Yeah, well, I mean, overall, I'm excited to see how everything turns out and how everything plays. Um, for those of you guys who are interested in tonight's game, the Hawks and the Pistons are playing at 6. Then at 7 o'clock, the Bucks and the Rockets are going to face off. And then finally, the Warriors I and the Clippers. Got it. That's, yeah, that's not tonight's not match. Tonight. Yeah, because it's going to be up, uploaded on Thursday. All right, Bella, if you're watching this, please cut it out. I'm going to say this again. Um, all right, so if you're interested in tonight's, tonight's game. Oh, my God. I'm so, okay, flustered moment. Okay, here we go. Take three. Um, so if you guys are interested in tonight's game, we have the Hawks and the Pistons playing on at six, and then we have the Buckets. Oh, my God. We went. Ah, okay. No, I got it. Okay. Okay. I need to stop. Okay. Take four. <laughs> okay. So, um, overall, I'm excited to see how everything goes out um, overall within the season. And I hope you guys are excited, too. <laughs>
That doesn't make any sense. I need to do this again. Bella, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I'm just going to mention the names. Okay. So, if you guys are interested in tonight's game, um, the Hawks and the Pistons tip off at 6 p.m. tonight, and then the following will be the Bucks and the Rockets at 7. Then finally, the Clippers and the Warriors will be tipping off at 9.30. So we hope you guys enjoy this podcast and have a wonderful day. Bye!